You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Another episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora here talking the final two episodes before the final episode of <laughs> Marvel's Luke Cage. Um, you know, I say this is like our Marvel podcast, but we actually don't talk about anything other than Marvel on Netflix, right. I've noticed. Um, well, you know, and again, we are not the Marvel podcaster anymore. We are the Claire Temple yes, fan, fan podcast. Pod- Tribute, yes. the, the tribute podcast. Which was just, you know, it's it's even more obvious now after these two episodes. Yeah. Uh, and, and to be honest, there were a couple times in these two episodes where uh, I wanted to change it to the Claire Temple and Misty Knight uh, yeah. fan appreciation podcast because she was also great. I yeah. Thought. Yes. Okay. Uh, there are two episodes here to discuss. Let's hop into them. It's season one, episode 11 called Now You're Mine, and we start right where we left off from episode 10 with Luke and Misty pinned down in uh, Harlem's Paradise with gunfire raining around them. Uh, Luke escapes to the kitchen with Misty while uh, Willis Stryker takes Claire hostage uh, and Candace. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Candace is the servant, by the way, who testified against Luke Cage. And uh, also the remaining civilians that are left in the club are all taken hostage. The police uh, surround the club, but Inspector Ridley, whose name I did not know until just reading it right here and now, (laughs) uh, does not authorize any assault. Luke and Misty escape to the basement using a secret entrance in the kitchen. Uh, I think Luke mentions that it used to be a speakeasy or something, right? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Um, Just before uh, Diamondback's men storm in. Claire tends to Candace's wound, with the latter revealing the truth to the former about Luke right. Cage, uh, and tries to tell uh, tries to tell uh, Claire where Luke and Misty might be located in the building. Uh, Claire escapes and joins the pair in the speakeasy basement secret basement thing. Yeah, uh, well, if, if she pushes a bad guy. <laughs> Well, she does, yes. Which is, tears. It's left out here. Uh, well, I mean, you know, she had to... It wasn't going to be a free and easy escape. Um, so she reaches Luke and Misty and, and is, ten, is tending to Misty's wound. <clears throat> Diamondback uses the loud speakers to demand that Luke meet him by threatening to kill the hostages. Luke leaves to do so. Meanwhile, Shades finds the secret entrance and confronts Misty and Claire who managed to overpower him and lock him in. Uh, and this involved, like, Claire trying to beat some ass, and kind of successfully as well. Mm-hmm. She was not yeah. doing too bad for herself. 
Uh, Diamondback kills Mariah Dillard's fellow party member, Boone, who now has a name, apparently. <laughs> we learned his name, and now he's dead. Yeah. Uh, Luke Cage arrives and frees the remaining hostages, excluding Candace, whom Diamondback uses to cover his own escape, just as the SWAT team storms in and forces Luke Cage to surrender using the Judas bullets provided by Mariah. Well, they they don't really... I don't think they shoot him. They just threat of shooting him. Right, right. And he surrenders. Uh, meanwhile, Luke Cage, Shades, and some other mercenaries are put into custody. Uh, what did you think of Know Your Mine? I, Claire Temple, she was the best She's thing the best, this episode. She, uh, yeah, she was the best part of the episode. Yes, there was a moment when when she reaches um, location Misty and she's like, the hospital thing is me. You're the fighting thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says something like that. And one of the bad guys refers to her as the night nurse. Oh, yeah. yeah you remember yeah. that? Yeah. I do. Which I think is the first time in this in all these shows that she's been referred as that, right? Yeah, there's been some subtle references made, but I don't know if anybody's outright called her the night nurse. Right. Yeah. It was really quick and, and you know, like you had to really yeah. catch it, but I thought it was interesting the way they did, they just released that name. It's like when they call Luke Cage Power Man. You know, that, right. Uh, it happened once, I think, and, and somewhat briefly. Yeah, and I, I don't know a lot about like uh, Luke Cage in the comics, mm-hmm. but is Sweet Chris- Christmas uh, saying... That is his. That is his phrase of choice. Okay, I yeah, because he keeps saying it in the in the show, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's that's his catchphrase. Yeah, because- he's he is such a gentleman that he can't be. He he doesn't say stuff like Jesus Christ or <laughs> Holy shit. He just he's such a gentleman and he's such a nice guy. Roar that he says sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a what a what a lovely guy! Don't you just want to bring yeah. him home? Yes. Look, this is my new boyfriend, Luke Cage. Sweet. Yes, in he a says tuxedo. sweet Christmas. In a tuxedo. Yeah, in a tuxedo. Yes. Well, yeah, but then you'd have to be worried that your mom would try to run away with Luke Cage, and we don't want that to happen. He's ours, not yours. We may have to dumb him down a little bit so this way yeah. we can fool people into yeah. thinking we didn't really get that good of a prize. You know, he's acceptable. And then once you're yeah. married and they see him in a tuxedo, they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I could yes. have had my chance, and now it's gone. Yes. You have yes. to you have to fool people with a guy like yeah. Luke Cage. <laughs> that whole thing was a better plan <laughs> than what Diamond the Diamondback plan of acting like Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, his plan was a failure. That did not uh, work out very well. Even Shades, I the, this whole episode, I was like, I am Shades in this episode. I would be like, this is stupid. You yeah, can't. That... This is not a good plan. Everybody knows you're not Luke Cage. Yeah, this is going to be right. Re- this is reckless. This isn't smart. You're not yep. thinking clearly here, buddy. And yeah, yep. um, I thought this episode was okay. I'm shocked. I'm right. saying. I'm shocked. I'm saying this about an episode of Luke Cage, but this episode was kind of just. There wasn't like a lot that happened. Right. It wasn't like set up for the next one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and but I mean a lot there's a lot of episodes in which this happens where they, there's like a this has happened a couple of times in the season where there's been an episode to set up the events of another mm-hmm. episode but usually in those episodes there is still at least some like moderate story advancement and I don't feel like there really was here yeah yeah um I mean we got that great moment with Claire where they got to team up 
like her she got to protect Misty and Misty helped mm-hmm. a little bit with with shades. Right. Um you know, Misty had I think Misty got her chance to be like, you know, you got the wrong guy with Luke Cage. He's uh, but I think more of that happened in the next episode than happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this this was kind of like a whole episode of just how do they get out of the situation they got into at the end of episode ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was okay, but yeah. it was also nothing that really blew me out of the water either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I really don't have a whole lot more to add to it. Yeah, I mean it's it uh, it didn't. Uh, we didn't have a lot of like things happen. It was like the same situation throughout the whole episode. So, I think I am forced to give this episode the lowest grade I have given Uh-oh. a Luke Cage episode. Maybe the lowest grade I've ever given any Marvel Netflix show. It's not that Ooh. low. It's not that low. But I do believe this is the lowest, unless I've given a show a three before. In which case, this isn't the lowest. It's the second lowest. I gave it three and a half. Okay, uh, which is. An above average score. This isn't like a bad episode where I hated the characters and what happened in it, but it was just a kind of a there episode in which not a yeah. whole lot happened. Well, I gave it a four because of Claire and Misty. They were great. Yes, they that whole great. scene with shades. Yeah, it's that's that's my four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk about the next episode. Then the penultimate episode of season one of Luke Cage. It's season one, episode 12, called Soliloquy of Chaos. Uh, So Luke manages to escape from police custody because I guess the police are kind of dumb and don't realize they can just break out of handcuffs and punch out a door. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, I mean, maybe they didn't have anything else to really keep them down. Maybe they didn't have time to to develop, like, Tony Stark-esque technology to trap a man of Luke Cage's power, but... uh, I mean, but all the cops have the Judas bullet, right? They do. So maybe you know Why the ones they... that are that, that were like behind them thought they could stop him. I don't know. We'll talk, we'll bring this up again. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, <laughs> Misty Knight is working hard to locate Willis Stryker and clear Luke's name. Meanwhile, Diamondback has Shades released from bail, but only because he wants him dead. He orders Zip and his thugs to kill him, but Shades ultimately manages to prevail and kills them. Mm-hmm. The tide of public opinion begins to turn back to Luke Cage's favor because of a chance meeting that Luke Cage has in a convenience store that's being held up where he runs into Method Man <laughs> yes. who is just hanging out in a convenience store which sounds like a superhero name <laughs> Method Man? Right. Yes. Um, the way wait. you said it right now it sounded like a superhero name. I can't wait to talk about this bit because I, I loved it but Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this this meeting, because uh, Method Man claims that this sort of saved his life, Method Man, there's a scene w- with him later where he's at a local radio station and he's telling the story. And this, uh, and he even does, like, um, he even does, uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, put on my, my white guy outfit here. He does an, improv- <laughs> he does an <laughs> improvisational rapping song about Luke Cage. <laughs> Uh, which I think is how you how you properly say that. Uh, but he does he does the song about uh, about Luke Cage mm-hmm. uh, live on the air, and it's sort of changing people's perception of him. Uh, Candace meets Misty and says that she will testify. Now, did they actually note how? Did we see how Candace got away? Because 
Diamondback no. had taken her. I don't know how she got away. Candace yeah. meets Misty and says that she will testify against Mariah if Misty protects her. Misty takes her to Soledad's. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Shades approaches Mariah and suggests that they get Luke Cage on their side by giving him the evidence of Lucas's innocence. And that they will then all work together to defeat Diamondback. Uh, Luke, meanwhile, finds Barrett, who is working for Diamondback, and forces him to tell him where he is located before literally locking him in a dumpster. Which (laughs) was one of my favorite funny moments of the episode. Mainly because Barrett goes, come on, man, there's baby diapers in here. (laughs) Uh, So awesome. Because he throws them in there and he's like, hey, there's... Uh, there's shelter, food. there's food to eat. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Come on, man, there's baby diapers in here. And if you've ever had a baby or had to change baby diapers, you can know how has you you would know how hazardous that can be. I've smelled awful things in my life, but there are some things that I've that are nowhere close to as bad as a baby diaper. Sometimes they are incredibly smelly. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Cologne, you know, the funny thing is they say Cologne's first name, and I'm like, I noted in my head when they said it. I'm like, <laughs> right, that's his first name. And here I read Cologne. I can't remember what his first name is again. Um, uh, Cologne and his men attack Stryker and his mercenaries. Once they find out where he is located, Stryker manages to defeat them and escape, although be it mysteriously. They don't show mm-hmm. him defeating them. Uh, Luke arrives and saves a wounded Cologne, uh, before the building explodes. Uh, and as the parties converge on Pops to have a parlay with uh, Mariah and Shades and Luke, Stryker attacks, wearing a powered suit, sto- more stolen Justin Hammer tech. Uh, mm-hmm. And this suit allows him to match Luke Cage's strength and invulnerability. Luke tasks Misty to go after Dillard and Alvarez Shades while he engages Stryker. But that's all we see. We don't get to see any more fight. Mm -hmm. We cut to the credits. What a a tease. What a cliffhanger. Yeah, it was really hard for me not to watch the next episode. (laughs) Yeah, Bobby Bobby Fisher. God, I wish I could remember the line when he sees Diamondback in the suit. Yeah, yeah. He says something about some kind of pimp. I can't remember what it is, but it made me laugh so <laughs> hard. Like, like cyber pimp or Yeah, something. he's like, what are you supposed to be, some kind of cyber pimp? <laughs> and he's so mad. He's like, don't mess up anything in here. I've been fixing stuff up. <laughs> yes. He was so good. Um, I love this episode. This was a, this was a great turnaround from the, from the last episode for me. I, I thought this was great. Um, let's talk about Luke escaping from custody. Now, clearly, mm-hmm. he had to escape from custody because that's how the story was going to go. Mm-hmm. Now, we've already mentioned how dumb they were to just put <laughs> handcuffs on him. Like, he can't break handcuffs or punch out a door. Right. Um, why? Let me ask you this question, Aurora. Perhaps perhaps the answer is maybe they just did not dispatch enough men. They Maybe they were all two for two to a car. Or, or maybe they took too many cars and there weren't enough extra people left over. Why were there no people in the back Guarding him? Yes, yes. That's, there were nobody. That was, was my question there. as well. He was back there by himself. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now I, I'm, I'm. There is no answer to this. They, they no. just they did it that way because he needed to escape and they didn't want him to hurt any police officers. Um, I guess there was a great scene where he does run into that other cop. 
Mm-hmm. Right? And, but he knows Pop. And right. And he, like, got his hair cut by him forever. And he's just got this feeling about Luke Cage. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's better not be wrong about you and lets him go. Right. Um, that was great. Uh, to me, my favorite scene, though, was the Method Man thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm well aware of who Method Man is, although mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of, like, Wu-Tang Clan. I think I, I maybe have only ever heard, like, maybe one or two Wu-Tang Clan songs. Or or even, like, maybe, like, when Method Man did solo stuff, I think I've maybe only heard a couple of things. But mm-hmm. I do know why people like him so much. And I like, I love this scene because it's, like, the, the respect that Method Man uh, garners... When one of right. the one of the armed robbers notices that Method Man is in the store, he takes off his mask and apologizes. He's like, "Oh, Meth, I'm sorry." <laughs> He's like, "I didn't know you." It's like I'm just trying to do what I need. You know, I'm just trying to do what I need to do. Yeah. Luke Cage came in and hilariously dispatched with these goons. Yep. Like the one guy just turns around, freaked out, and starts shooting him. And he's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." <laughs> Luke knocks him out by tapping him on the head. <laughs> Like you would pat somebody on the head for being good. <laughs> he pats this man on the head and knocks him unconscious. It was so funny. It was great. And yeah. then and then there was that cool moment with Method Man and Luke Cage where Method Man is the one who, who was fanboying. He's like, oh my god, it's you. Right, right. And then Luke Cage is like, no, man, it's you. It's like your music was like, you know, that was my childhood. He uh, gives him his hoodie. He's, they switch hoodies because he's like... Yeah. And then they did the bit where... Method Man does that song about being bulletproof, mm-hmm. and then like bullet riddled hoodies become right. like a fashion statement, like because yeah, they're stopping, there's you know, so they they're stopping anybody with bullet riddled hoodies, and none of them are Luke Cage. I just thought like that was amazing. Like he mentioned, amazing. like in the song, he he mentions like Trayvon Martin and like yeah. all of this other stuff. Like it was, I thought it was like a super powerful moment. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and I great. and I also loved you know that. Uh, that scene in the um, for the radio show, and before that, I, I believe is Misty and the um, I can't remember the name of the her boss. Misty's boss, yeah, the, the um, chief of police lady. Yeah, I think in uh, the chief of police says, "Why is why is he running if he's innocent?" And Misty says, "He's a black man." And you know, police are chasing him with he's special with special bullets made for him. Right. Made yeah. for him, yeah. yeah. And then when they are in the radio show, um, the host also asked Method Man, why is he running? And he said, he's a black man. It doesn't matter if he's bulletproof. You know, he's a black man. And, you know, that's yeah. that's what you do because police are chasing you. And I thought it was a, an amazing statement. It was great. Yeah, because I think he's like, he's black first and bulletproof second. Right. Something along right. those lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't feel so white now that I've read this uh, this notation on Wikipedia, who lists Method Man guest stars in the episode performing an original rap song, <laughs> which I'm sure all of the kids refer to it as. Hey, did you listen to the new rap song on the radio? I don't think anybody says that. The song is called Bulletproof Love, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was great. It was a great song. Oh, no, it was great. But I don't think anybody ever says rap no. song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if anybody say, call even just call it rap. Did nobody? Even I don't says, know. I mean, I if I say rap, I I feel so old saying it. Right, right. <laughs> they're rapping the words. Yeah, I feel like there's another word for it. But I, I feel don't. I feel ancient. <laughs> I mean, there is like like I think people still say like 
like spitting or spitting, spitting the words. Uh, I just there's no way for me to say it without sounding like a Poindexter with a pocket protector. Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna stop now. But I am gonna continue talking about how much I love this episode. What else? Uh, any other thoughts on Soliloquy of Chaos from you, Aurora? What did you think? Um, I'm just excited to see what's gonna happen next because I, I you mentioned in the in the summary that um they shades and um what's her name? I'm forgetting everybody's names. Mariah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um. They when they're talking together in her house, mm-hmm. they mentioned you know we should just let Diamondback and Luke kill each other. Oh yeah, that well way, that's a win-win. Yeah, and that way we win because we both of our problems will be gone. Um. So you know they do make the offer to Luke to work together, but it's because they want both of them to kill each other. Yeah, um, so, they're still bad yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, they're they're still bad guys. <laughs> Dang it! Yes, uh, and I don't know if you if you have the same feeling I have, but don't you feel like Shades is kind of like hitting on Mariah? She maybe. the way that he talks to her is so like I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, right? Unless you know he's just doing it so that she agrees to do things with him. I don't know. Yeah. He's flirting with her just to convince her to partner up with him. I don't know. But he, he kind of flirts with her a little bit when they're talking. I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, he but he comes off so sleazy. That might just be like a thing. Yeah, it could be just his personality. He just comes off like he's always sleazily trying to make moves. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alright, so what did you, what would you give uh, the penultimate episode here for the first season. I'm gonna give it a 4.5. It's still not a five, mm-hmm. but it was a good episode. I gave this one four and three quarters. All right, almost a five as well. I thought you were gonna give it a five. I came so close. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I just I came so close. There is a lot of things I liked about this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can ever give a five to anything that has such a uh, such a cliffhanger. But then again, yeah. somebody might point out to me, uh, in this episode of Daredevil that ended on a cliffhanger, you gave it a five. <laughs> so maybe I'm wrong. I have a poor memory when it comes to these things. I just feel like, uh, much like how we live in a post-fact world now, Aurora, I just feel <laughs> like I would never give an episode a five based off of a cliffhanger. Uh, okay. And that's what I'm just going to choose to believe. <laughs> and I don't care what sort of facts you present me with. I just yeah. know I'm right. I uh, just hope that the last episode is a five for me because I really want a good fight scene. Yes. Uh, well, the next episode, Aurora, we'll we'll talk about it uh, on the next episode. I guess if people want to go catch up, uh, cinemageekly.com, you can go listen to the, all the back episodes of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. And you can go back. Hey, if you're just starting these things anew, you're starting with Daredevil Season 1. We've got you covered. We've done that. We've done both seasons of Daredevil. We've done Jessica Jones as well. Uh, and yes, fear not. Uh, we will, we're going to watch Iron Fist 2, I'm sure, when that comes out. And mm-hmm. then we're definitely going to watch The Defenders. So don't yes. worry about that. And we know that there's going to be another season of Jessica Jones. So that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. We know there's going to be more Daredevil. So bring it on, I say. Um, what else was I going to say? Okay, yeah. 
uh, the other thing that's of, um, of importance before we sign off. Uh, we're on iTunes and Google Play Music as well. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hit subscribe. Okay, so the next episode of Road, because of my unhipness, I had to go look up what this <laughs> word means in this title. Uh, because I am not hip or with it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this word, this word, uh, the word is steez, which is basically style, plain old style, but with ease. So uh, uh, a man who uh, has style, but he just does it so smoothly. Right. That sounds like Luke Cage, by the way, to like a yeah. D. Yes. Uh, that is a man with style and does so effortlessly. Uh, so Aurora and I will return season one, episode 13, the final episode of season one of Luke Cage on Netflix called You Know My Steeds. Mm-hmm.